Hi, and a really warm welcome to today's podcast, which is another episode in the Adaptive Work Skills series. I'm Chris Watson from Endor Learn and Develop, and we're a specialist provider of behaviourally based learning services. Our aim is to deliver practical ideas to extend the performance of people. During today's programme, we're going to have focus on why mentoring works. We'll look at the benefits for the organisation, for the person being mentored, but also for you as the mentor. First of all, from the individual being mentored, um, it provides improved confidence and self-esteem. Gives them new insights into themselves for the opportunity to learn and reflect at work help them to develop new ways of working and thinking in the workplace. It can be really, really motivational uh, because someone is giving them their time and their attention. Most of all though, what it should be about is that mentoring should provide people with a greater sense of personal ownership and accountability in the workplace because a fundamental principle is that it puts them in charge. This isn't something that's being done to them uh, they're actually a very active partner in this relationship. Secondly, there are, there are significant benefits to the organisation. It helps to develop and retain key staff, invests in and develops uh, from within. So not always having to go out of the workplace and then retrain and uh, reappoint uh, and pay for those services. It's helps share the organization's values and cultures, supports with succession planning, encourages a greater spread of learning across the organization, improves communication flow and contribution from uh, everyone. It enhances as well the, the practice of ongoing improvement in an informal way at work. There's also evidence that mentoring can reduce work-related stress uh, and also strengthen cross-functional relationships and build trust. So there are, there are benefits for both the mentee and for the organization. However, there's a, there's a third party as well uh, that hasn't been mentioned. And one way to increase the level reception of any given message is to turn the dial to WII-FM or explain what's in it for me. Because mentoring is, of course, a great way to nurture talents, but it's also a great way to develop the skills of the people who are actually mentoring others. And there are a number of benefits to yourself as a mentor. First of all, it helps you to build and develop your own coaching and counselling skills, many of which are applicable not just to the work life, but also to your, your personal life helps keep you engaged and increases your sense of personal satisfaction by giving something back and assisting in the growth and the development of others, can give you increased job satisfaction, a sense of pride and purpose in what you do, and also increase peer recognition by being known as a mentor at work. It can help you also to increase your own range of internal networks, build your knowledge base, and perhaps reflect on your own job performance. Working with other people can introduce new ways of looking at uh, your, your, your own working practices. 
Finally, and significantly, it's an opportunity to demonstrate your leadership skills. Now, this is a bit of a shocker, but according to the most recent UK skills gaps in the workplace report, the most common skills deemed to be lacking amongst existing staff are actually all people and interpersonal skills. And what mentoring does more than anything else is refine and polish these important and valued skills. So this is added value. In fact, as it's got here in 2013, there was a report from uh, the Adico Employment Agency that said as many as 79% of workplaces now provide some sort of internal mentoring scheme. Yet, according to the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development, mentoring is still listed by organisations as one of the top leadership skills currently missing amongst their senior staff. So there could be a real payoff here. Now, recent research also suggests that it isn't just organisations that value these interpersonal skills. After years of scouring performance review data, feedback surveys, exit interviews, Google's Project Oxygen identified the eight characteristics that their employees admired the most in their bosses at Google. So they were trying to find out what is it that great managers do? What differentiates average managers from really, really effective ones? Significantly, technical ability, which is, after all, the defining characteristic of, of many people who work at Google, came in last in terms of what people wanted from a boss. Any idea what came in number one? Yes, it was all these softer skills. Specifically, what people wanted was a manager who supported them through investment in them and through coaching. Now, it's true that often people do get promoted for knowing their stuff, for technical ability, for getting things right. However, as you gravitate towards more senior positions, what actually becomes important is how you work through others to deliver results, how you engage them, how you support them. And this is what effective mentoring is all about. Okay, and this brings us to the end of this short podcast. Many thanks for listening today, and I hope you'll be able to tune in again soon.